0: Hi listeners, welcome to this footnote episode of the Fantasy Animation Podcast with me, Chris Holliday.
1: And me, Alexander.
0: So we're going to do a term um, for this uh, episode which I know next to nothing if not entirely nothing about, uh, that of thinning. So thinning in relation to fantasy, it's a word that has cropped up occasionally in some of the ways, Alex, that you've talked about about fantasy, but we've never really reflected on it. And I think this was um, recommended to us or came out of a discussion that we had on social media when we were talking about the distinction between, I want to say high and low fantasy, I can't quite remember exactly, but thinning was something that has, has come up as as a way of thinking about. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know. How I'm going to try and describe it. It's your. It's your bag. It relates I, to fantasy. I'll do
1: my best in ten minutes, but it's a term I wrestle with quite a bit in my own thinking. So I'll. I'll do do my best, but I'll, what I'll set up is that it's a term that comes from a book I do reference on the podcast quite a lot, which is the John Clute and John Grant Encyclopedia of Fantasy. Okay. Um, which is a really wonderful resource that sort of tries to unpick. Um, all types of we've talked on the podcast a lot of times including one of these footnotes about the problem of fantasy being it's so broad that it needs kind of pinning down and the, there are so many terms out there that help to pin down the various strategies that are going on in fantasy and this is this is one of them and Okay, it's a, an interesting one in many ways but one that offers up a lot of provocations, but I'm not necessarily sure provides that many solutions either.
0: Okay, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely all at sea with this one. So I'm going to start the time you've got 10 minutes to talk to me about um, thinning, thinning in relation to fantasy narrative storytelling. I will start now.
1: Okay, so basically, um, the term, as John Clute defines it, is trying to get at a thing going on in a lot of fantasy novels whereby um, fantasy novels often articulate through the fantastic a sense of loss or decline or a desire for restoration. And so magic is often articulated in the, f- in the stories as a kind of thing that once was but is now not so much. Um, and, a- and a world that-, that feels as if it is being thinned Um, as you are watching it. So the the best example that, that, that Clue actually provides is the Lord of the Rings, okay? So there are two things going on in the Lord of the Rings that you might describe as thinning. The first is that the story itself is a story that attempts to kind of restore a, a long a past, right? It's a it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a story about a world gone wrong, right? The Dark Lord right. is taking over. The world is getting worse and worse and worse. And the whole point of the narrative is to restore the world to the world as it should be. The same thing happens in like the Chronicles of Narnia, right? When when um. The Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe, when they walk through the wardrobe and it's always winter but never Christmas and the White Witch is ruling, we're entering Narnia at a stage where it's it's been thinned. It Narnia once was this thing okay. and now it is not this thing anymore and we need yep. to restore it back to the thing it once was. So okay. before you're even encountering magic, magic is encountered as a kind of, or articulated as a process of thinning. Okay. Um,
0: so a couple of things. So... If- it, it it is both a element of narrative, i.e., yes. it's often a narrative device yes. in service of drama and jeopardy and stakes. Yes, but it is also a condition of the of the work of fictional world.
1: Yes, exactly. So, so Tolkien's *Lord of the Rings* is is they're trying to restore Middle Earth to a lost. Yep. Sense, but also like I mean, the films start with a quote from Galadriel, and it says, "The world has changed. I feel it in the water. I smell it in the air. Um, much that once was is lost. For none now who live who remember it." Okay, so there's this sense that okay. the world has died, and there's this whole thing going on in Lord of the Rings about the elves leaving, and that that doesn't you know there's no there's no the world is is dying. Um, but, and, and needs restoring, but even the restoration won't restore it to its its former glory. So, okay. so, so basically, what John Clute articulates is this recurring motif in fantasy, and he calls it like fantasy tales can be described in part as fables of recovery. Mm-hmm. What you then do with that becomes the really kind of thought-provoking thing, because a lot's been written about fantasy. Is fantasy... Uh, conservative, because like you can argue that, to- that Tolkien stories, Chronicles of Narnia, they're all about trying to restore a lost sense of mm-hmm. glory, mm-hmm. which could play into quite right-wing conservative rhetoric. Making you know? America great. Making again Making America great again. Make Middle Earth great America again. America has been thinned. Yeah. Britain is thinning. You know yeah, this okay. idea. So, th- so, so there is that element of it. But you could also read it as like fantasy is all is is needed to replace that which is lost right if the mm-hmm. world is fat and full you don't need the fantasy so fantasy is always kind of melancholic and um and 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 speaking about gaps and fissures rather yep. than just kind of this frivolous you know it's, it's, not, it's not delicious icing on already of a deliciously uh, lovely
0: cake. It, it, it has to go on top of something that has been thinned. Okay, so magic in these terms <coughs> is taking on the role of, of fantasy insofar as magic is something that is a corrective to a world that has been thinned. The only way to oh. solve this problem is to find this thing or the other or, or do this. Yes,
1: slash the world was once magical... And it no right. longer is. Yeah. Okay, so
0: magic is both the um, thing that's absent, yeah. but also the thing that could then solve the problem. So
1: I would tie it to, and I'm not necessarily sure Clute does this, because it's a very short encyclopedic entry this is all coming out of. Um, you know, the whole point, fantasy literature comes out of a process of perceived thinning, because fantasy literature in the Western tradition emerges out of Uh, the the Enlightenment, the move towards scientific rationalism, and the birth of Romanticism with a capital Mm -hmm. R. And Romanticism articulates a world that once was, that has been lost, the world of imagination. You know, chart the the whole romantic position of the child. Essentially, childhood is a process of thinning, right? You have this incredibly uh, blissful and euphoric relationship with the world, unchained, and then you are thinned as an adult into something... um, missing as i mean again it's a line from lord of the rings where um it's a quite a flow throw on but bilbo baggins says something like i feel thin like butter spread over too much bread you know like okay. something missing there's something stretched there's something that, that 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 fantasy can can fulfill and provide the solution okay
0: so it seems like it's if we think of classical hollywood narration and that sort of uh equilibrium disruption yeah. and then restoration of of a different kind of in brackets equilibrium you're saying that we're we are fantasy stories often remove the first equilibrium and enter us into the disruption from the start
1: so, i mean yeah sort of yeah and and bet that i guess it's therefore articulating an equilibrium that, ne- ne- that, that wasn't we haven't
0: sort of, seen so, yet we
1: have that's only that's only that's sort of imagined in the story and then imagined into being at the end of the story yes, right. i haven't quite thought about it in those terms but i guess yeah, to an extent, you never see... You don't get to see Narnia in all its glory. You just hear about it. You don't get to see Middle-earth in all its glory. You just have to wait for Amazon, apparently, to make the uh, series, you know? Okay. Yeah,
0: well, no, because I was thinking about the relationship to sort of fantasy franchises, yeah. and you mentioned the Amazon um, show and the way in which franchises now have an important role to play in relation to thinning because they're doing the job of... And I am thinking you know, prequels, midquels, whatever yeah. term that you... So there's a sense in which... And I'm interested that, that, that now thinning is is almost becoming increasingly impossible because as a storytelling device because there's always going to be a prequel or there could be a prequel that, that shows you life before the thinning occurred. And so it's it perhaps, it's, I don't know whether it's watering down that effect because now there's multimedia... Well, you
1: say, you, yes, but then, but then if you think about it like Woody is thinned at the start of Toy Story, Andy has faded from his foot... Um, he's, you know there, there is there is a past that has been lived um, and Toy Story 2 is all kind of about him coming to terms with a thinning that has occurred from him Always talk about being animation. a toy Star Wars is you know the first films are are, are, are thinned you know they are um, you know we start at the point of the Empire not at the point of the Galactic Republic yep. so yes there's a narrative filling it in that these things can do but I'm not sure that alters the rhetoric too much as I say I think this is all quite cryptic includes original definition I think the term is interesting but I think it it asks more questions than it answers because I'm not sure what you do with that um, yeah that, that, that yeah. motif that's there it's sort of a, a, a an interesting way of thinking through the function of fantasy in these stories and it encourages us to fill in the gaps almost or, or to make something mm. whole again through the fantastic yeah I suppose that. there
0: are so many genres action spy superhero that begin that begin with equilibrium and in order to have the you have the disruptions so that you have the that propels the plot forward
1: yes I guess it, I guess it's the point is it's not just about these individual characters there's a sense that the world well, yeah, has yeah. lost something yeah um, and, and 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 needs to get that thing back so is
0: that that's the difference between um, the first Avengers and Avengers Endgame because you would join Avengers endgame and the world has been thinned because half of the population have disappeared. Yes. So that's, that, that puts you in a different position than the first Avengers where there is no, lo- yes. there is no nostalgia for a, a world that once was. Okay,
1: but I would, I would say actually a better way of thinking about thinning is less literal and more kind of atmospheric. Okay. Because an actually better example would be say like Thor, when we move from Asgard to the human realm, yep. the world has been thinned, right? The world now makes more sense. It's the world that we know. It's the world of Darcy and, and Wisecracking and, and Screens and things. But there's a sense that something more intense and richer was going on in Asgard.
0: Right, right. And
1: and we've lost the world's. We're in a thinner world now. There's less butter and more bread. Okay, okay. Yeah. We've got one minute left. Oh, God. So yeah.
0: give me um, some sources, because I was actually thinking as you were talking... Types of fantasy. Given that fantasy seems to to traverse different kinds of categories, from your intrusive to your immersive yeah. to your portal quest. Um what are some writers that talk about thinning? Maybe in relation to those ideas or sure. that the, have sure. talked about well, this is quite of a fancy.
1: literary turn So, it's a go go to the John Clu, John Graham um, Encyclopedia and look at the entry on thinning as your as your first source. Yep. Then the um, Association of the Fantastic in the Arts and and their their associated journal has lots of stuff on thinning. But a few articles that jump to mind: uh, J.R. Young's recent stuff on uh, on uh, Game of Thrones as an example of thinning um, is very interesting. Um, and uh, there's a few others there that won't. I, I haven't really got time to mention, but
0: you um, haven't. No. But
1: but th- look at sort of how that corpus is using it, and they often um, find new ways of exploring this term in very interesting ways
0: perfect you did that nine minutes 54 so there right. we go perfect okay, okay, okay. so we're done so the
1: podcast is thin just a little
0: bit there, there we go well, our footnote episodes are yes if anything <laughs> the footnote episodes are a space where we reflect on the loss of what was what was in our feature and our, length yeah, episodes yeah, yeah. sure
1: all right cool
0: um well
1: if you guys have uh, a suggestion for a future footnote episode you can email us at fan research f-a-n-a-n-i-m research at gmail.com and send your suggestions um, if that provoked more questions than answers, yep, that's how I feel about the term too. So by all means, ask those questions and we'll see if we can answer them. You can also use that handle, Research, to find us on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. Cool. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye.